Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. Fire! For Tuesday, April 25th, you can tell there is excitement in the air. Ah, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, longtime listeners of the podcast, listen, obviously it's the NBA playoffs. LeBron, Jimmy Butler, lot to talk about. Humongous games on Monday night in the association. Folks, just an incredible night of basketball was had, but I have to start here. As a guy who was born in New York, who has rooted for the Jets since probably like the mid-80s, Kenny O'Brien, Al Toon, Wesley Walker, Freeman McNeil, it's been a long time since we've had like a juggernaut of an offense. And as I was recording a podcast interview on Monday with Lance Zerline, NFL draft expert from NFL Network, the news came across, and you'll hear later my real-time OMG, we finally got Aaron Rodgers. You'll hear that live while we record. We recorded earlier Monday because Lance is a super busy guy. I had a busy afternoon on Monday myself, and you'll hear the real-time reaction. But now that I've had some time to think about it, dig in, look at the roster, look at the opponents, I think I'm ready. I, I obviously have to be up front. Yes, there was a moment where I was not keen on Aaron Rodgers. I would have preferred Lamar Jackson. And who wouldn't? Okay? You're talking about a guy who's younger considerably. You're talking about a guy who is a dual-threat quarterback 
in his prime, entering his prime, whatever you want to call it. Like, Lamar Jackson is ascending in this league. Aaron Rodgers, we all know, is on the downswing. He is not near the end of his career, but, like, let's be realistic. Like, the guy's turning, he's, what is he, 39 years old? I think he turns 40 in December. I, I will, uh, I'll check it out right now. But bottom line, Aaron Rodgers is old AF. That's, that's the reality. And he's sick of Green Bay. They're clearly sick of him. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, 39, turns 40 on December 2nd. This is Brett Favre part deux. The Lakers got Brett Favre after he had an issue with his team. He was waffling. Do I want to come back? Do I want to stay? The Packers got sick of it. They wouldn't trade him in the division. He goes to the Jets. It was a brief honeymoon, and then he was allegedly injured, even though he didn't miss any games. Um, Next thing you know, he leaves. He goes to Minnesota. They go to the NFC Championship, and the Jets... You know, it, 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 that was that was it. They had a brief moment with um, Brett Favre. And now they get Aaron Rodgers. And are we going to see a duplication of that? Or are we going to see a motivated Rodgers? We don't know all that. That's the problem. It's April. We got May, June, July. August. We got four months before we can realistically get remotely excited about this. Um, I am excited at just the idea that the Jets go into this season having a chance. Like, we legitimately, the New York Jets, are legitimately contenders in the AFC. Are they top-tier contenders with the Chiefs? No. Are they top-tier contenders with the Bengals? No. Are they contenders with the Buffalo Bills? And I'm sure some people will disagree vehemently. But I am more than willing to sell to you guys that the reality is the New York Jets are right there with the Buffalo Bills. I do believe they have passed the Miami Dolphins. Miami doesn't have any defensive talent. They, they're they not a defensive team. They've got offensive skills. I know they invested in defense, and yes, they just got Jalen Ramsey, so technically they have, have some talent. But the reality is the Jets had a defense this past year, and I know defense doesn't always translate, but the reality is the Jets have a better team, a better roster than the Miami Dolphins. That's a fact. You guys can argue it. Dolphins fans will get worked up. But right now, the only two teams I can say that are definitively better than the Jets in the AFC, team-wise, I'm talking team contending-wise, are the Chiefs and the Bengals. After that, the Jets are in a group with, listen, the Jacksonville Jaguars are there. They have a really good team, a great quarterback, who's like young and entering his prime. The Chargers, I believe, have a tremendous roster. We'll see what happens with, you know, the coaching situation. We'll see how the coaching is, the new offensive coordinator. Obviously, Herbert is better than Rodgers. I think the Jets have a top six quarterback in the AFC. I think they've they certainly, they're, they're at minimum a wild card team. If Aaron Rodgers plays the full season, they're at minimum a wild card team. The question is, can they win the division? And it, listen, you guys want to stack up rosters? Fine. Um, I'll put the Jets up next to the Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins any day of the week. Skill position players. Aaron Rodgers, Brees Hall, who was on track to be Rookie of the Year. Garrett Wilson, who was the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Corey Davis, you know, a solid number two. Alan Lazard, he's a very good player. Mecole Hardman. Again, Mecole Hardman is like their fourth receiver. He was, I think, was he two last year? I mean, was he two or three in last year in KC? The tight ends are solid. The offensive line will be a big question mark. The defense is back. They, I'd like it if they signed Quinn and Williams. Uh, Carl Lawson, Jermaine John. Like, they've got a good front seven. Linebackers are solid. C.J. Mosley had it coming off a great year. Um, and you've got essentially the, one of the top two or three cornerbacks in the league in Sauce Gardner. The defense was incredible last year. And yes, I know they faced some backup quarterbacks. I get that. 
the reality is when you look at the AFC, the Jets are without a doubt contenders to make a run for the Super Bowl. Now, you can say, well, it could go one or two ways, Jay. Aaron Rodgers could look old. He could be uninterested. Things go south. Yeah, the schedule is going to matter significantly. It will. When you play them, we know who they play, but when you play them matters. And for my money, they didn't give up a ton for Rodgers. Again, the deal is the Jets and Packers swap first-round picks this year. So the Jets go from 13 to 15, and the Packers move up two slots. Does it totally change who the Jets were Jets were projected to get? Broderick Joe, uh, Jones, the, left, uh, the tackle from Georgia, certainly in the mix there. There's probably going to be there's another tackle that could go, the kid from Tennessee, that might be a little bit of an overdraft at 15, but whatever. They're, they're fine in the first round. They give up number 42 in, in the first round. That's fine. I think that's the Cleveland pick. They keep the other uh, pick in the 40s, and they get a fifth, and they give up a sixth. So the trade-off there is not bad. They, they get uh, pick 170. They give up pick 207. And then the 2024 pick is a conditional two that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. So a couple things here are obviously true. A, this is the best quarterback the Jets have ever had. I don't think anybody thinks Joe Namath was a better passer than Aaron Rodgers. Joe Namath is in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, Rodgers' first ballot Hall of Famer. Brett Favre, I consider Aaron Rodgers better than Favre. I'm sure a lot of people think it's close. Uh, Rodgers is just incredible. Jason, why did you do a 180? Well, of course, I'm a fan of the Jets. You know, I'm a fan of the Knicks. I didn't love it when they gave up everything for Carmelo Anthony, but I rooted for him. I don't love the Jets getting Rodgers over Lamar Jackson, but it seems like they didn't want Lamar. Maybe they know something I don't. So, of course, I'm going to totally be on board with this pickup by the Jets. And I'm going to be honest, guys. I do believe this is a t- getting to the Super Bowl would not shock me. Now, you're not going to say they're favored to get to the Super Bowl, but I'll ask you this. Two years ago, at this time, did anybody think the Rams, well, anybody outside of me, I wrote it for Fox Sports, the Rams will go to the Super Bowl. Did anybody say, oh, I think the Bengals, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Hell, last year at this time, did anybody Anyone. Say the Philadelphia Eagles were going to the Super Bowl. Anyone. So, in recent years, we've seen a lot of surprise teams make deep runs to the Super Bowl. I mean, why why not the Jets? Now, I know the AFC is a minefield, but we don't know what's going on with Lamar Jackson. I like Pittsburgh, but I still think they're a little too young, and I don't think they're as good. They're not great on the offensive line. Jets are not great on the offensive line. Um, I think, honestly, the Jets are competing with the likes of Miami, Buffalo, I think Denver will bounce back. Uh, I think the Chargers are there. I don't think the Raiders are there. And Jacksonville. Like, that, that's not insurmountable. I don't, I, no, I don't think the Patriots are anywhere close. I, I, to, in my opinion, Mac Jones ain't the guy. I think they're a seven, maybe six, seven, eight win team. I think the Jets are more a 10, 11 win team. I'm sure the number will be inflated a little bit because uh, gambling is legal in New York and everybody's going to want to bet the Jets and have a ticket on the Jets. So you're paying an inflated price. Um, but I, I don't know, guys. I, you can't talk me out of the idea that this New York Jets team is going to be right there in contention, assuming Aaron Rodgers is is healthy. When he's been healthy, the Packers have always been good. When he's been healthy, we know this, the Packers have been good. And it's going to be a fun season for my New York Jets. All right, now we got to move to the NBA where it was unbelievable. The action was just unbelievable. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. 
like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. And unbelievable, folks, maybe underselling it. Consider this. Jimmy Butler scores 56 points. The fourth most in a playoff game in NBA history. Tied for the fourth most. The Heat are down 12 with 6.09 left. Storm back to take down the number one seed Bucks. Who had Giannis? Giannis had a triple-double. It didn't matter. Jimmy Butler went off. Just an unbelievable performance. And everybody would be opening with that this morning. Except for the fact that LeBron upstaged Jimmy Butler with the oldest 2020 game in NBA history. 22 points, 20 boards. You know, Dylan the Villain Brooks ran his mouth, called LeBron old, said, I don't respect anybody until they give me 40. I don't know. LeBron had a 2020 game. Does that count as 40, Mr. Brooks? Dylan Brooks, who wears that necklace around his neck, DB, you know that doesn't stand for Dylan Brooks. It stands for douchebag because he got cooked. He got lit up by LeBron. And folks, this was one of those games, even the LeBron haters had to be like, my gosh, what is, how can this guy continue to do this? LeBron James, in a word, historically great. It was, and that's not a word, I know that's a phrase. Hey, listen, we're recording this at at past one o'clock Eastern. It's late on a Monday. LeBron, 38 years old, goes for 22 points, 20 boards. And oh, by the way, they're down two 
with six seconds left. LeBron, now this is interesting. They embedded to LeBron, obviously, because it's LeBron. Dylan Brooks was taken off LeBron. Now, that happened in the fourth quarter. They put Dylan Brooks on Austin Reeves because Austin Reeves was dominating the game. He was the Lakers' leading scorer for much of the game. Austin Reeves, by the way, finished with 23. Actually, he finished as the leading scorer. LeBron only had 22. So Austin Reeves finished with 23. They had to put Brooks on him, meaning they put Xavier Tillman, the Michigan State burly power forward, on LeBron. And you see this in the fourth, and you're like, wow, that's kind of disrespectful. I mean, you know, Dylan... Brooks, he's done an okay job again. LeBron had been getting what he wanted, but this is late in the game. How do you have Xavier Tillman guarding LeBron? So LeBron takes him off the dribble, floats a beautifully perfect shot high off the glass, and he had to because Jaron Jackson, the defensive player of the year, had five blocks, including two late on layups. I think one was by Schroeder, the other by Reeves. He's just erasing stuff at the rim. Amazing help defender. LeBron floats it right over him and in. And we basically go to overtime. Memphis had a shot that was blocked. LeBron hits a half quarter, but it was after the buzzer, blah, blah, blah. And this is where it gets interesting because I'm a little nervous for the Lakers. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah, good. I've been through this a million times, guys. I born in New York. The first team I liked was the Knicks. The first game I went to was Knicks, Lakers in New York. We would go up to New York to visit family. I badgered my dad. I got to get tickets. I got to get, my dad gets tickets. Lakers, Knicks. Not, a, not an impossible ticket way back when. So the second game I ever attended was Lakers-Knicks because my dad, as luck would have it, had a business trip in L.A. He was able to get tickets through his uh, friend, or I don't remember how it happened. And we went to a Lakers game, and guess who they're playing? The Knicks! So I kind of stuck with those two teams. I root for both. Now I'm in L.A., obviously I got to root Knicks. And so in overtime, obviously I'm in L.A., I got to root Lakers. (laughs) In overtime, I'm nervous for the Lakers. I really am. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, who I need to take a quick timeout, I'm not allowed to criticize him for the rest of the series. He was having a brutal game. He's forcing stuff, bad fouls, turnovers. It's looking bleak. And then D'Angelo Russell hits three straight threes that were huge. The Lakers were down 97-90 in the fourth. Russell hits three straight trees, threes, and all of a sudden we're tied. Like, D'Angelo Russell saved them. He ended up fouling out. Russell, though, I got to give you props. I'm not criticizing you the rest of the series. I gotta, I'm a man of my word. So they put in Schroeder. Schroeder... He, obviously a good defender on, on Morant, quick enough to hang with him, gets into the lane, but was making some curious decisions. So what do they have to do? Uh, let's see how much time was left. looks like it was, uh, Lakers were up three with 35 seconds left. They need a bucket to ice the game. Memphis gets back Brooks onto LeBron. LeBron does like a low rip through, gets by him. Brooks is fouling him right there. They could have called it. And then LeBron scores on Brooks and the foul. And if you're looking for an emotional picture or video or moment after LeBron scored, knowing he did it on the clown who called him old, the flex to the crowd and thump in his chest. Listen, I don't care how much you don't like LeBron. You've got to totally respect and love that unbelievable performance by LeBron. He wasn't going to let them lose. Not at the end of regulation, not in the overtime when they need a bucket. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, LeBron took two charges on John Morant in the fourth quarter. Like, I don't care what you guys want to say. You can bag on LeBron all you want. 45 minutes, he had one turnover. That's it. At age 38. You guys know Jordan was retired twice by age 38. LeBron is still playing. Went to the finals, what, eight years in a row? 22 and 20 and seven assists. The game tying bucket and then the game clinching bucket in overtime. Just a ridiculous performance. He had five offensive rebounds. Career high in boards for him in the playoffs. 
and the Lakers are up 3-1. Now, before everybody gets excited and think up 3-1 is a wrap, this is super important. Number one, yes, according to TNT, if you are up, if you guys were sure you were watching the game, if you are up 3-1, you win 98% of the time. Ah, but as usual, I'm sorry, 95% of the time, as per usual, there are some, shall we say, interesting numbers behind the numbers, okay? This, just consider this. Teams that are up 3-1 and have home court advantage, that's Phoenix, they go home tonight. Denver, they'll be going home soon against uh, Minnesota. I think that game's Wednesday. And Boston, who took down Atlanta, and now they're up 3-1. So those teams have home court advantage. Those teams are 119-2 and in the series since 1984. So yes, if you are up 3-1 and you have home court, it's as close to a lock as you can find. Now, what if when you're up 3-1, but you don't have home court advantage? For instance, the Heat, we'll talk about them shortly, they're up 3-1, but the Bucks still have two at home. Lakers up 3-1, they have two on the road. I'm sorry, Heat has two on the road, Lakers have two more on the road, and the Knicks are up 3-1, but they have two more on the road, games five and seven. If you don't have home court, that number, 119-2, shrinks to 44-5, and 89%. Well, not bad, but not 119-2, that's for sure. It's not over for any of these teams. We've seen Anthony Davis, who, by the way, went down. It was his hip. Uh, what's his name? Uh, sideline reporter goes, Anthony Davis is not right. Every Laker fan is ready to kill him if they lose this game. He did end up with 12 and 11 and four blocks, but it was just not a great performance from AD. And given the way stars are dropping in this first round, I don't know, maybe, maybe AD comes up on the injury report and just punts on game five in Memphis. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Now, if that's the case, Lakers are in deep trouble, obviously, because they have no rim protection, and Memphis just abusing them, beat them on the offensive glass. It was a, felt like a layup line. Anytime Memphis had to shoot, they're bricklayers. John Moran can't shoot. One of six from three. Desmond Bain had a rough night, probably because he took so many shots. He played 47 minutes. With overtime, there's 53. Desmond Bain barely sat out. 13 of 29 had 36 points. It didn't miss a free throw. Apparently, he hasn't missed a free throw in the series. John Morant, 8 of 24. The hand, you know, it was laboring him a couple times. Had some turnovers. Poor decisions. Dylan the villain. I mean, these these guys can't shoot threes. The starting lineup of the Grizzlies from deep. Five makes, 30 misses. Five for 30 on three-pointers. Memphis. They now go home, though. They'll probably get the Lakers in game five. Lakers will have to come home and have a chance to close it out. And you just got to worry about LeBron playing 45 minutes, AD 42. It's not over, but I do believe the Lakers are in control of this series. That being said, I got to talk about my guy, Jimmy Butler. And folks... Um, I know you're sick of me patting myself on the back, but I I used to do the Saturday morning radio show, Fox Sports Radio. And I'll never forget 2018, Jimmy Butler was just, oh, just friggin' epic stuff as usual. And on the radio, back, this tweet is dated Ju- July 16th, 2018. Jimmy Butler is a tireless worker. He's a tough SOB. He's a hard-nosed guy that's only going to get better. Give me Jimmy Butler over Kawhi Leonard. 2018. Jimmy Butler plays. He plays hard. Doesn't want his team to lose. Kawhi, eh. This was when the Spurs stuff was happening. 
of course, Kawhi Leonard goes to Toronto and they get the lucky title and everybody's trying to roast me, Jimmy Butler over Kawhi Leonard. Ah, yes. But I'll tell you right now, Kawhi does not have a game like what Jimmy Butler did on Monday night. 56 points. Folks, the Milwaukee Bucks were the favorites in every gambling market to win the title. Going into the playoffs. Every single one. Phoenix was up there, but it was the Bucks favorites. And because, you know, Kevin Durant had barely played with them. But the Bucks, as usual, dominated the regular season. They have Giannis, they have Middleton, blah, 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 blah. They're up 101-89, and Jimmy Butler just took over the game. Now, Butler was, you know, playing like an animal throughout the game. But seriously, no Tyler Hero. Duncan Robinson came in and hit some threes. Uh, they got some good play out of the kid, Martin, who was uh, from Nevada. I remember rooting for him in the NCAA tournament. Bam Adebayo continues to struggle, and Jimmy Butler just said, F it. I'm going to go for 56-9. and nine. I'm going to have one turnover in 41 minutes, 15 of 18 from the line. Folks, my only problem with this is are we concerned that Butler's going to be so gassed he's going to have nothing left in the tank and nobody else can pick that team up? At one point, Butler had 20 straight points. Like, this isn't the hollow John Morant 22 straight the other night when they're down a billion. This is needing those 20 points. Against the number one seed. And it's funny because I always hear, oh, Michael Jordan, 63 against the Celtics in the Garden. Who could do that? It's almost like we forget that they lost that game. Like, Jordan was unbelievable. He had 63 points. I love the clips from that game. You can look up all his buckets on YouTube from that game. He looked good. Mid-range assassin. This, this was a different kind of dominance. I know that was on the road, Jordan in the Garden. This was Jimmy Butler against the number one seed. Giannis was back. Nobody could stop him. And I know that, uh, you know, you guys are watching The Herd on Monday. I was like, listen, dead heat, Knicks matchup. You know, Knicks fans will be watching on 7th Avenue outside the garden, like rooting openly for the heat. Obviously, you got to be careful what you wish for. I don't wish to be Jalen Brunson when Jimmy Butler's guarding me in every important position. That's what's going to happen next series. Now, Jimmy Butler's not going to be able to finish the series off if somebody doesn't step up and have like a 25-point game. They scored 119, guys. Bam Adebayo had 15. Martin off the bench had 12. And basically, Jimmy Butler did everything else. Like, that's not sustainable. But I did need to give my guy, Jimmy Butler, some, a, a shout-out. You know I'm a huge fan. Guy's an incredible talent. Jimmy Butler and LeBron. And now, you get a, a special treat because you've waited through 20, uh, well, 15 minutes of NBA chatter. We're going back to the NFL and to Lance Zerline of the NFL Network, who's going to break down the draft and some fascinating things happening at the top, as well as real-time reaction to the Aaron Rodgers trade as it happens. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a special guest, Draft Week. We got to go big or go home, right? That's kind of what his team has to do at two, and I say his kind of in jest. Lance Zerline, NFL Network, been all over the draft for many, many years. Lance, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Jason. How are we doing, man? I mean, listen, I'm great. I'm a Jets fan. We're about to get Aaron Rodgers um, via trade. We're not going to give up too much, I think. And uh, then we'll get an offensive lineman at, uh, in the top 15, and we'll be good to go, right? But back to the playoffs for my Jets. What about a what about a running? What about a wide receiver? What if you got Jackson Smith and Jigba? Would you be happy with that? Do I mean, Aaron no Rodgers? one's happy with that. Um, yeah. Wow. Are you hearing something? Like you? <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying. Heard. I think there's. I'm just. I mean, I've been mocking them with the. Um, with a tackle as well. So I'm just throwing out a different scenario. What if what if you get another weapon for Aaron Rodgers? I'm sure that would make him happy. So that would be uh, Garrett Wilson, who was tremendous as a rookie. That would be, um, who's your tight end? Jeez, I'm spacing on him right now. Well, the running back, Brees Hall's coming back. That's the big yeah. one for the Jets. Uh, but uh, in a perfect scenario, yes, Aaron Rodgers throwing to Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, Najigba, uh, Alan Lazard, who they got. Uh, Corey Davis is still with the team for now. Mikol Hardman, the tight ends, Conklin and Uzama. Like, is that a top five offense in the AFC? Mm, if the line holds not. up, I mean, it has to be. Uh, on paper, it is. I mean, you didn't have Hardman. You've you you know, and Jigba has to still play football, but Lazard has a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, the whole thing is getting big ticket healthy. And, and playing. And right now, that's why you and I are talking about offensive line, because you just don't know what you're going to get from him. So you could look at a right tackle. 
you know, and, and just hope that he'll be okay at left tackle. But I know they like Max Mitchell. And I think more than likely if they look tackle, it's going to be, you know, a guy who might be able to fill in at Max's spot if Becton is healthy, but you just can't assume yeah. Becton's health at this point. Yeah. So that's why so many of us are putting tackle to the Jets right now um, at pick 13, because you don't really have any choice. You just, you have to try to protect mm. Aaron Rodgers, who we all presume is that that deal's getting done. Yeah. And I think the backup left tackle to Becton uh, is Dwayne Brown, who's collecting social security. Like maybe the check just came in. This <laughs> Been week. around a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he has. Uh, but let's go to your team uh, well, the team in your city, Houston Texans mm-hmm. drafting two. It feels like that's where the draft begins. Would we agree Bryce Young, who's the heavy betting favorite to go number one? Bryce Young goes first, right? Unless you expect yeah. a curveball. Yeah. Bryce Young is going one. I'd okay. say I'd say certainly Bryce Young is going one. I feel very, very confident about that. Um, two is where it gets interesting. So let me throw three scenarios at you. Number one is you could take a quarterback. Stroud, who you have a lot of info on, or Levis, Anthony Richardson, Dark Horse, whatever. Two is you go defensive player. I have it as Jalen Carter on my Fox Sports mock, or Will Anderson, if that's your cup of tea. And Three would be trade down. Uh, I don't – my guess is nobody wants to trade up to two for a defensive player, so you'd have to love a quarterback. I don't think that happens. Four, how about this one? Defensive player – you trade for Trey Lance and then add on a return to Houston. <laughs> I don't know if he would. DeAndre Hopkins. Do, uh, could you see one of those scenarios playing out this week? I absolutely could. And I think if you don't go quarterback at two, um, and I think that not going quarterback at two is a very real possibility. If you don't go quarterback at two, you have to figure out quarterback at some point. Now, it may not be this year, but everyone going through this quarterback, that quarterback, if it were Bryce Young, they take Bryce Young, and that's and that's good. I mean, they, they're done. But if they don't love um, Will Levis or Richardson or – now, well, let me go through this scenario. Richardson, Levis, or uh, C.J. Stroud at pick two, then how are they going to make that pick? Like, how can you make a guy that you don't – make a pick for a guy that you don't believe in – or maybe your offensive staff doesn't believe in them, or whatever the case may be. You really can't do that. So let's just let's say they go defense, and I'd throw Tyree Wilson in the mix over there, pick number really? two as well. Yeah. So let's throw Tyree Wilson in the mix over there, and let's say um, they go end up going defensive player number two. Then you got this scenario. What do you do at twelve? You could go another defensive player, a Lucas Van Ness. Um, you could go with Nolan Smith, uh, Miles Murphy, any number of players. Where D'Amico Ryan says. We're going to get our front completely changed, mm-hmm. and our defense is going to get after it. You know, and we're going to try to win with defense, with Damian Pierce running the football, and we'll handle the quarterback situation down the road. I think the Trey Lance thing has to be discussed. I think Mac Jones has to be discussed because really? I believe that where there's smoke, there's fire, and I don't think Mac is really happy there, and I'm not sure Bill Belichick is happy with Mac. So why not Mac Jones? potentially running this offense. Uh, it's the offense that's a carryover from San Francisco's offense. I think Mac could run it and run it pretty effectively. So I think Mac Jones, another name, Trey Lance obviously has a San Francisco connection. Um, you know, it's really hard to find another one. I don't think the Texans will be involved in Lamar Jackson sweepstakes, especially after what happened with Deshaun Watson, yeah. paying that much money and having him bail. So, um, or, you know, you could look at a quarterback in the middle rounds. That's an offense that seems to believe that they can just find guys to run it. I'm not necessarily of that mind. Um, or you could just punt. You could just punt until next year mm-hmm. and then figure things out next year. Once again, I think trade is a very real possibility because the Texans have 
two first rounders next year as well. So they have enough firepower to get through this year while there's a honeymoon period with D'Amico Ryan's Jason, and then attack quarterback next year. Uh, That's interesting. Trade for a veteran. Lance, let me ask. So D'Amico Ryan's has been in San Francisco before Houston. He has to know what Trey Lance is about. Is he the first guy in, last guy out, or the opposite? Is the work ethic there? Um, is he talented? Is it, oh my gosh, this guy's a project. Does it say something if the Texans aren't involved in trade talks around Trey Lance? Is it is it kind of an indictment of Lance? Um, Possibly, because Bobby Slowick is their offense coordinator, and he was the passing game there you, go. you know, assistant basically to, um, to, to Kyle Shanahan. So, yeah. I would say that's possible for sure. I mean, if you saw the Texans and the Titans, Rand Carthen, their new general manager, came over from San Francisco. Those are the two teams that you should be plugging in with potential Trey Lance. It'd be the Titans and it'd be the Texans because they have San Francisco ties there. D'Amico Ryans, Bobby Slowick, and then Rand Carthen is the GM. And if neither one of those teams look out for him, that would be – but yeah, that would be a red flag for me that they just don't think either A, he can stay healthy or B, that he'll be ready by the time the contract's up. And then you're going to be, you know, you're going to be stuck trying to figure out, do we add a fifth year? Do we give him a second contract? Like, what does a second contract look mm. for for him? So that's it's a tricky situation. But I do think Lance should be a potential option for teams who don't like this draft. Yeah, you mentioned Tyree Wilson. Um what what's up with the foot? Uh, is are his medicals all clear? Um, I, I got to be honest. Two seems a little rich. Would you take him over Jalen Carter? Who? Uh, well, I mean, I mean Jay, look, I oh, to me, Carter, it's a Willie yeah. Anderson question. I mean, Jalen Carter, I've got as the top rated player on the board, but Jalen Carter's not going until like I think fifth or sixth at the earliest. It could fall as far as ten. The the character on him is just a concern, and I don't think the Texans are going to be in on Jalen Carter. I don't think they they. I just don't think they're going to take that shot with Jalen Carter. Mm. I don't know that they feel like they have enough established leadership in the building to trust to guide him in the right direction. It's still a team that is is light from a um, from a standpoint of not only leadership but just building out the roster. So I think that's a very important part. Like Philadelphia has Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis, who both played with him at Georgia. That's why they make so much sense, and that's why Mm. I could see Philly maybe saying, "Hey, let's move from." you know, 10 to five and let's go get him ahead of, ahead of Detroit possibly, because that's one of the places that he's rumored to go. So I could see something like that happening as well with the Texans. So I've heard that the foot is good, not from the Texans, but I've heard that the foot checks out with Dr. James Andrews and his staff foot's not a problem. However, he didn't work out before the draft. And there are some teams who really want to see you work out. They want to see your height, your weight, your length again, after you know, especially your height. I mean, especially your weight. Yeah. Well, wait a sec. Hold on. Hold on, Lance. What do you mean didn't work out for anyone anywhere? Well, he's got the foot. So, so he's done nothing. No, and that's a problem. Oh, gee, I didn't realize it was that bleak. I mean, I know he's sitting out the combine, obviously, and the pro day, but I thought he at this point would be doing something for team. Oh my god. No, nothing? no. I think he comes in, but he's not hitting bags for anyone that I know of. I don't think he's doing. I don't think he's doing that for any of the teams. I could be wrong. So so but, that's um, a great question. Let me ask. So you just yeah. mentioned the character stuff for Jalen Carter. You mentioned the injury for Wilson. D'Amico Ryans is now in the room. They gave him a big contract. He's clearly going to be around longer than the last couple guys. Right. What if he's pounding the table? I want my guy. I'm a defensive coach. Look what we did in San Fran. The blueprint is there. Let's go Carter. Do well, you let me tell you, he's, he's going to be there longer than Nick Casario is going to be there. Okay. So – 
to me, the owners will say D'Amico gets who he wants. Now, I've heard that, that D'Amico has control of the 45, meaning, you know, the game day roster, and that Nick Casario has control of the 53, which means the final roster. Mm-hmm. However, I do believe that D'Amico Ryans will be able to get his pick. And, you know, here's something else. I think Nick Casario is going to be there. I think if Nick Casario wants to continue to be with the Texans, he and D'Amico have to really mesh and gel. Yeah. And one of the best ways to do that is let the defensive head coach get his players uh, yeah. in the first round. I think that's a, you know, it just makes sense for me from a personality standpoint that you want to say, hey, D'Amico, why don't you get the guy you want? And then maybe they build a good rapport this year and he sticks around. But, you know, D'Amico could also say, hey, there's some other guys that I'd love to have down here yeah. in Houston as general manager. And then Nick Casario would get a big paycheck to leave. Um, but so that's why I think ultimately D'Amico Ryans will be able to make this pick unless the owner makes this pick. And if yeah. Cal McNair steps in to make a pick, it's going to be for quarterback. It ain't going to be for a, a certain defensive end. It's going to be for quarterback. That's okay. the only way they – well, I shouldn't say the only way go, they go quarterback. If the owner steps in, that means he wants a quarterback. And it will be, I think, C.J. Stroud. I'm not sure where this Will Levis team came from, to be honest with you. I just – something sounds just – something strange with the Will Levis thing. And I had um, – you know, it's been floated out there by by someone in the football world that this could be someone doing Will Levis's agent a solid and just kind of leaking some stuff to kind of push the Will Levis hype up that maybe he'll get drafted higher than expected. But um, I'm not buying Levis to Houston, to be yeah. honest with you. Not so at two. Yeah. A lot of these gambling odds, you know, they're low, extremely low limits for NFL draft because they know that inside information moves everything. So I think they're being overly protective. This Will Levis on Monday morning moving up to the the highest odds to be the second overall pick, that's bupkis, I think. Now, let me ask you, though. You said the owner would probably go Stroud. I think it was you, Lance, that I heard say that Stroud's agent is the same one that Deshaun Watson has. Was that is that accurate or am I wrong? That's, no, it's accurate. Okay. Yeah, and that's why and that's why I think that could that's one of the reasons I didn't put CJ Stroud at number two in my mock three point. I was the first one not to have Stroud Young one two because I just tried to put a bunch of things together and I, I just said, you know, there's enough here that I could see. And I've been doing draft stuff long enough to know that it doesn't go according to Hoyle, especially in this top ten. This top ten is just ragged and yeah. it's hard to predict what it's gonna be. We don't really have a true knockdown drag out number one offensive tackle or special cornerback, you know, um, the pass rushers, there's like people like Will Will um, Anderson. They're not like in love with him. So it's kind of a weird year. And then Jalen Carter, of course, total wild card. So now you look at that and I started saying, man, I could see the Texans just passing on him because they don't want to mess with uh, the, the same agent. And so when I put Tyree Wilson at number two, it caused the whole mock draft to kind of explode. And I had Anthony Richardson at 14. Now I also had the Colts getting Lamar Jackson. So this was like three weeks ago. So I had the Colts Colts basically getting Lamar Jackson and the Ravens getting the fourth pick and taking Stroud. So I had Stroud going number four, but you know, the owner, one of two things is going to happen. Either the owner says, Hey, our problems are with Deshaun Watson. They're not with the agent. We'll take the quarterback here, CJ Stroud, or the owner will say, I'm just going to go with whatever the building says and whoever they go with, I'm good with. Or the owner could step in and say, I do not under any circumstances what want C.J. Stroud. Yeah. One of those three three scenarios is going to happen. Um, I don't know which one it is. My guess would be based on his personality that the owner just stays out of it mm-hmm. and lets the team just figure out who they think will help them win the most.
not to bring it back to the Jets, Lance, but since you mentioned lockdown cornerback at the top, there isn't one. Last year, Texans took Stingley at three, and the Jets took Sauce Gardner at four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pro Football Focus had the numbers. Obviously, Gardner was incredible. I thought Stingley had a kind of a rough year. I'm I'm just curious. A, um, do you know how that draft pick went down? And B, do you think um, Stingley can kind of bounce back? He the numbers weren't awful on him last year. Um, I, I don't think. Um, but yeah. I from the eye test, I didn't think he was great when I watched. No, him. I so him. so here's the thing. Here's how it went down. The Texans. I had Stingley going three to the Texans, so I hit that one. And the reason I did was from that's for the Texans. My LSU source said Lance. They are really doing a lot of homework, the Texans are, on Stingley. And I heard that, and I said, okay, cool. And I didn't think much of it. And then it was probably uh, two weeks later, he said, Lance, they're really doing a lot of work. Now, you got to remember, in Mach 1.0, way, way back in January, I had Stingley three to the Texans, or mm-hmm. maybe three or five. I had him five. I had him flip-flopping three and five, and I had Stingley five to the Texans. And the reason was because I thought Nick Casario might see Stingley as like another Stephon Gilmore. And so I thought, you know, historically maybe that would make some sense. So I had Stephon, I had Stingley as a possibility way in Mach one. Then he kind of fell off and, you know, he wasn't, he couldn't do anything at the combine. He kind of fell back. And then my guy from LSU, probably two to three weeks before the draft kept saying, Lance, they're sending this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, like, all the front office went there. And so I decided to stick with it where there's smoke, there's fire and go with Stingley there. Now for me, it's a sauce pick because here's the problem. And you still have this problem, Jason Stingley was out sometime. in I think it was October and he never came back the year before he was hurt early, never came back the year before that he got hurt late, never came back. Now, whether you think he was coasting and didn't want to, you know, hurt his draft stock or, Whatever you think, it's just three straight years that he didn't finish a season with a team. Three straight years. And his best tape is still in 2019 pre-pandemic as a as a freshman at LSU. So that's problematic now. We've got two years at LSU and now a full year with the Texans. Well, not a full year, and that's the problem. We've got injuries, and, and we, we've got maybe he's not the same guy he once yeah. was. However, to your question, I do believe that in D'Amico Ryan's defense Mm -hmm. we could see the best version it was not lovey's defense is not a good fit for uh stingley so i would not give up on stingley yet but sauce was the guy last year i mean sauce was special and there's some teams who think devon uh devon witherspoon has some of the same Mm -hmm. personality traits of sauce that they really like how much dog he has in him so that's why i think he's he's going to be the top cornerback off the board inside Mm -hmm. the top 10 it's funny. About a month ago, I had Witherspoon 18 to the Lions and because I, I, I had heard the Lions liked him. Right. And I instantly hear from somebody, there's no chance he's going 18. But the Lions could take him at six. At six. And it seems and like I, that's where he's going to go. Let me ask you. So this Stingley stuff is interesting. He's only turning 22. I didn't realize Pro Football Focus had him 111th out of 118 corners. Mm. That's that's not good. a bad but, game like, against, you know, the Broncos. But that's not, you know, sometimes, like – he didn't give up a tremendous – I think some of that has to do with how many snaps he had. Mm. And um, I, Stingley has to be an oppressed man. He, he has to be an oppressed system. He's yeah. got to press. Like, you can't have him playing off too much. Uh, you can't have him in cover two situations. He's a press man corner who happens to have really good ball skills once mm. the ball goes up. So we'll, we'll just see how much it means to Stingley this year. This is a huge year for him. Yeah. Um, it's a huge Definitely. year. He's got to do something. This is – we can't continue to go another year and say, okay, Stingley's best football was when Joe Burrow was throwing 
60 <laughs> touchdowns or whatever. And Jamar Chase and yeah. Justin Jefferson were still in college. Like, we can't do that. Uh, let me quickly go back to quarterbacks. I think uh, Daniel Jeremiah came on here and was talking about the S2 test. Uh, everybody's said a lot about the S2. It's the new Wonderlick. Nobody really mentioning Wonderlick. And I believe you were the one who first had C.J. Stroud did not do well on that. Um, I don't know. It, it's weird. Nobody's kind of come out and refuted it. Um, what it, You want to elaborate on just the S2 and what you make of it, if anything? S2 is just a, to me, I didn't even know about the S2 until this year. And I did a, I did as deep a dive as I possibly could. And um, I think the S2 is really cool. I think it's, uh, you know, I don't know how I would score on it because any of us, it's really, it's not an intelligence test. It's how quickly you process. So what it does is there's three different factors. There's three different factors it looks for. It looks for, I think, a visual component, recognizing something, and then the transitional recognizing to decision-making. And then the third phase is um is um impulse control and so and and there's different terminologies that they'll use for that but there's three tests for each one of those buckets so there's nine total tests it's on a computer um it's not really something you can study for or get a lot better at it's just you know what how you process is how you process so you know what i found interesting being somebody who covers all sports just like you do is they've been around for a while in professional baseball um, they've worked with professional baseball teams. And one of the things they really work on is chase rates. And so th- what they found is that like 50% of the people who were chasing the slider away, for example, righty on righty, lefty on lefty, they did it because they couldn't pick it up visually. But another 50% had impulse control issues. Uh-huh. So they found that. And so that's something that you maybe can train impulse control. So I think what's really cool about the S2, and I think it's getting kind of a bad name, Uh, right now because people are uncomfortable with some of the results but the s2 it just measures how quickly you process different things and in those three different buckets and so um you know different people process different some people like to be slower and more deliberate and some people are instantaneous i know when i played madden before back in the back in the day when i used to play old school madden it was not hard now i find the madden i don't even play it because there's just too much it's too realistic like reading and i find that i don't process and I'm an ADD person and I don't process um, a bunch of things like, you know, in my face, but I can think quickly. I'm sharp, but there's certain things about the about my eyes going here, 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 processing here, here. But I was good with basketball. You know what I mean? So like yeah. basketball, spatial relationships, I was very good at recognizing uh, spatial relationships and the ability to to get the ball to certain locations. And I, I talked to one of the co-creators of the uh, S2 recognition test. He goes, exactly. That's, you know, but if you have good spatial relationship and you have a, a healthy, um, a healthy score in terms of your um, impulse control, that can be very good. But here's the problem. Like p- too many people are talking about this that don't know if you've got elite impulse control, you can also be too conservative on the football field. If you have poor <laughs> If you have a poor uh, control, uh, impulse control, you might be Jameis Winston or Eli Manning, who threw a lot yeah. of interceptions. And so they only take the information there and then they tell the teams what it may mean. And then the teams do the physical stuff, the mental stuff, yeah. the interviews. So it's only a part of the puzzle. That's all it is. And too many people, I think, are making a big deal about it. However, I will say this, Jason, 14 teams supposedly subscribe. If you're a team that really buys into it, low scores may it may be a deal breaker for you if it's yeah. between this quarterback and that quarterback. 
It's funny. I have poor impulse control when it comes to certain things, but then yeah. in chess, I'm great because I'm able to just sit back and play defensive. All right, Lance, we got to wrap up here, but I keep looking at my phone because it's blowing up, and it's because as we're recording this, Aaron Rodgers is officially a Jet. I don't know okay, if you've good. seen it on your phone, but uh, here's the deal. I'm just curious, your quick thoughts. The Jets and Packers swap first-rounders this year, so the Packers uh, get 13, the Jets slide down to 15. Um, the Jets get a fifth-round pick next year, the Packers get a second this year, 42, which was the Browns pick, and a sixth. And next year, they get a second-round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. Uh, so we teased it at the beginning of the interview. We'll bookend it with Rodgers. Um, just knee-jerk reaction. Are they a playoff team in the AFC? Uh, I think knee-jerk reaction now. Um, the Green Bay Packers take a strong look at Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, at 13. I think that would be either him or a pass rusher make a lot of sense. Over there, um, tackle could be in play. Over there for them, I'm trying to think of what the what this does to the to my mock yeah. draft. So now. I had the Jets going with Broderick Jones from Georgia. Um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I he could still Jets, be had at 15, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, 13 to 15 for sure. Unless, uh, and I don't, I don't think Bill Belichick will take him there, but he certainly could. I mean, he usually, if he's going to draft an offensive or defensive lineman, if you're going to draft in the first round, he's not afraid to look at O line and D line, but. I think the Jets immediately, um, I would say maybe supersede the supersede the the Miami Dolphins. I just Dolphins, think there's yeah. too much concern around Tua's health, so I think they pass the Dolphins. I think they're mm-hmm. right behind the Bills. Cincinnati obviously is in play. Um, those are the and then, and then obviously you have Kansas City. So those mm-hmm. those would be the big four in my estimation. Brees Hall was headed to a Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. Brees Hall was going to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. It turns out to be Garrett Wilson. <laughs> the defense of his Ahmad, uh, you know, is Sauce Gardner. That's yeah. three Jets from the same And remember, the, the, uh, Garrett Wilson's catching passes from, sorry to be disrespectful, kind of washed Flacco, bum-ass Zach Wilson, and uh, Chris Strebler, the tattooed Tebow. Real quick, uh, Packers, their wide receiver room right now, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Samurio Toure, and someone named Bo Melton. So maybe you're onto something with JSN. It doesn't give you the best chance for Jordan Love to succeed. So no. that's why I think. But here's the thing: Green Bay drafting wide receivers. Good luck finding that in the last two decades. Like they just don't take them in the first round. So yeah. will they break tradition and habit? Ironically, when Aaron Rodgers leaves, and look, the fact that they didn't is a shout out to to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers because they knew they could they could turn good receivers into great receivers with their Hall of Fame talent. So yeah. now the now the strategy might change now that they don't have a a future Hall of Famer uh, under center. At least I, I don't think they do. All right, Lance Zerline, you got to follow him this week. A must-follow leading up to the draft, all the news. Gonna and have Lance, the juice. Thanks a I'm going to have it. Yeah, yeah, good stuff as usual. Thanks for taking the time, Lance. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 